Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Bluey. We need to talk to someone about Bluey. Welcome back to the Gotta Be Done Bluey podcast for 2020. The only podcast that takes at least 25 minutes to explain a seven-minute children's show. <laughs> that could be our tagline. It should be. I like it, Kate. It is so nice to see you. It's hard to believe it was only a couple of weeks ago we were discussing Veranda Santa. I know. Three weeks, maybe. But, maybe. Oh, it feels like Veranda Santa has been in our life forever already. Oh. Oh my God. How much Veranda Santa have you played? <laughs> oh, hundreds. Um, you know, the kids actually, they had the preview of Veranda Santa on iView for ages and the kids were hitting that even though we had access to the full episode. Oh, that's like, cute. Yeah, it was really cute. Maybe it was just, I don't know, the best bits all glued together that really got them over the line. But yeah, it's been a lifesaver. I'm so looking forward to new Bluey episodes. Surely yeah. we're not too far now, a couple of months away. That was such a tease, wasn't it? Mm. Did you see the new clip? <gasps> no. <gasps> well, it's it's in ABC's new sort of suite of promo for 2020. And oh, it's... With that super catchy, like, one-off wonder song for the night from the 90s. Ooh. Is you it? and me in the summertime. That already? is stuck in my head oh. permanently. Thank you, ABC. But I don't, I'm not sure if it's that one or a different one. But anyway, it's just two seconds of um, the two girls and the two cousins eating icy poles. I um, took to Twitter and said, conjectured that perhaps they were eating these icy poles at Uncle Stripe's place, but was shot down instantly. Definitely Nana's house. Oh, definitely Nana's <laughs> yes, house. Everyone Who shot else, you down? Oh, everyone, everyone knew that really? it was Nana's place straight away. You could see the sea behind, um, well, I thought it was Uncle Stripe's pool that you could oh, see behind the pool fence. But it was but the no, Gold Coast, It perhaps? was the Gold Coast, yes. Apparently they have an ocean there. But, um, <laughs> no ocean anywhere else on the east coast of Australia, <laughs> Um, but they were eating homemade icy poles as well. So I've already, it's telling us so much. Really? No. Well, the nanas in our life go straight for off the shelf, maximum sugar content. (laughs) So homemade icy poles. uh, Yeah. Go, go Nana. And Bob, maybe Bob makes homemade icy poles. Who knows? Bob looks like he knows his way around the kitchen. There is so much to learn in season two. But in the meantime, we've got the rest of season one to recap. Yeah. And we're starting at a kind of important place, I feel, because Mm. 12 days of Bluey have happened now. How good were they? And I feel that, like, my radar is totally off with the rest of Australia because I hate asparagus still so much. (laughs) And asparagus is, like, number five or something on the list. Okay. How? So what happened, people? For the rest of the world, and even some people who are possibly confused in Australia, because I'm still confused, <laughs> um, ABC, which broadcast Bluey in Australia, put it to the vote, your favourite Bluey episode. Mm, for the 12 days of Bluey Did up countdown. the numbers and then did a 12-day countdown. Now... It's on our Twitter if you want to check it out, at Bluey Podcast. Um, We did a thread and it's still pinned at the top. Mm. But it was 12 to 1, Sleepover, Sean, Creek, Teasing, Barbecue, Fairies, a Keepy Uppy, Asparagus, Takeaway, Camping, Pool, Grannies. Now... Camping, yes. I probably should have said that with numbers, shouldn't I? Uh, Number one being grannies. You know what? I'm going to pay that because I feel like um, we always said that that was probably the solid silver medalist across the board and people generally have different number ones. Yeah. But 
I don't know. But, but people but were only picking how the number one. How did the ones? pool make it to number two? And how did asparagus make it to number well, five? Well, there's a theory about how the pool came in at number two. Just love of chili, which oh. perhaps we've understated. We because. Yeah, it just is a given for us. Of course, we love chili till our dying day. <laughs> She's our home girl. Um, but yeah, is it the fact was, that yeah, she finally gets was, her moment of glory well, by remembering the bag pool of stuff? Ba- pool bag outrage might have fed a lot of those votes. That all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Look, especially this time of year. I mean, um, we are currently on our beach vacay for the summer uh, together. Which is <laughs> for the awesome. summer for. Seven days. Yeah. <laughs> Seven beautiful days. Seven amazing days. And we're making the most of it. Um, but how often do you get down to the beach and just go, ah, oh, the thing. The like, thing, yes. And we're literally a couple of minutes from the beach, so it's uh, not even that far to pop back and get I, it. But. I wish we were managing to keep it down to one pool bag, but I reckon I've counted like <laughs> 10 bags yeah. in one beach trip so far. Yeah, for uh, yeah, and then that's before you get the pop-up tents and the towels and the, all the shoes, like rounding up the shoes in the sand. Uh, yeah beach trip mm. anyway it, we could spend hours debriefing just on the top 12 <laughs> suffice to say there was some controversies in there but um one thing we did have right was we had recapped every episode that made top 12 already yes except for keepy uppy so i'm so surprised that made top 12 well whether that's right or whether that's wrong we're going to remedy this keepy uppy <laughs> is our episode today oh morning balloons I mean, morning, last balloon. We know that games can get pretty over the top in Bluey, but this is just episode three of the first season. And Mm. it made me realise, yeah, they were keeping it pretty achievable early on because anyone can play Keepy Uppy. Yeah. It's a pretty simple game and it's set up pretty early. I love that it's Chili that finally gets a chance to introduce a game in this. But Mm. even as she's introducing it, she's trying to do it with a bit of bandit-style pizzazz. Oh, that's funny, is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I've got a game for you. Is it keepy-uppy? Yeah, it's keepy-uppy. Bluey already knows. <laughs> like, oh, Chili, you're trying so hard to just... <laughs> Like Chili, you know, a bit predictable. She she's wanting to get involved with the game, but you do see her like you know subtly scooping like pot plant dirt back into the pot plant and stuff. So you know, there's a level of cleanliness that she's very pleased when the girls work out a good strategy to stand close to each other and just do little hits. So. Well, I do love that line, nice strategy, balloon girls. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's not a very good strategy. No, really. It's quite boring. <laughs> and and then this is where the game obviously uh, descends into chaos. Yeah, so strategy overrated, chaos <laughs> chaos for the win. Is that pretty much the message of this episode? I just feel like Bandit takes everything to the next level, doesn't he? So, you know, is it that much of a surprise when the girls are like, oh, Dad, make this harder, and he genuinely makes this so much harder? <laughs> ah, I'll get it! Oh, this heat is oppressive. I'll just turn on this fan. I love that in making it harder, he takes it all around the house as well. Mm. This is the first good tour we get of the healer house, I I reckon. I still don't understand the layout. (laughs) I feel like we just come back to that every episode. We should have a segment. (laughs) We really do. Anyway, that's okay. We're, we're just rolling with it. So, you know, and where's the, why does the driveway keep disappearing? Anyway, that's another whole <laughs> separate issue. Dear child, you grow up so fast. Ah, uh, Dad, let go. Bingo, get it. Don't let it touch the ground. Really, hell. I can't do it by myself. 
child. Embrace your father. Let's go! <laughs> Embrace your father. Such a random stunt for the viewer, but then obviously such a normal thing for the girls when um, Bluey wants some help from Bingo and Bingo's, I can't, I'm a newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, that is what I am today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love how Bingo is so concerned about <laughs> the welfare. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it really does take Chilly to go, no, nothing bad will happen while they're inside. Uh, but then there's dangers everywhere. So, um, yeah, is this yeah. for parenting in general? Nothing bad will happen. Oh, actually, danger lurks well, in every corner. Uh, the ceiling fan moment where the balloon was heading towards the ceiling fan. That is the stuff of my parenting nightmares. And every time I see a ceiling fan in that kind of Queensland setting, you know, they're not a common thing in Victoria, I would have said. Um, We have them. You do? Well, I think it's an older house thing though. Well, I guess older houses often have higher ceilings Mm. as well, but in Queensland, there every house, low ceiling or high ceiling. I have taken myself out on a ceiling fan before um, when I was, you know, climbing up on a couch to get something from a shelf and ceiling fan just came out of nowhere and clocked me. There was, <laughs> there was blood everywhere. Oh, my God, that's devastating. Um, but would have been more devastating if it had been me lifting up my child and getting it clocked by a ceiling fan. So, yeah, I... Um, I am not equipped to parent in Queensland Actually, is the moral of this story. A lady um, <laughs> my, who I used to work with came in one day with a really bad gash over her eye and we were like, what happened? And she was, for some reason, she was sleeping at the top of a bunk bed and there was a ceiling fan above. Oh, that is a design flaw. Yeah, I know. No. I was like, what is, I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, she, was down like, your she bunks, didn't people. lose her eye. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. What's keepy uppy? You have to keep the balloon in the air and can't let it touch the ground. What happens if it touches the ground? Um, do you think Keepy Uppy as a game has been known as Keepy Uppy before? Did no. you already call it that? I didn't call it Keepy Uppy, but apparently it's a soccer move. Well, it's it's in the Guinness Book of World Records, really? I found, for um, how long you can Keepy Uppy uh, football. Well, yeah. When I read it, I was football. Like, that sounds quite hard, you know, yeah. keeping up a football, but a soccer ball, a soccer obviously. Ball. Yeah. Soccer players so, are equipped for this. Football to Australians is like a sort of an oval-shaped ball. Yeah. It's Australian rules football, which is very different to the traditional... Yeah. Uh, football that is known everywhere yeah. else in the world, but we're weird. <laughs> but um, yeah, twenty six hours world record for keepy uppy. Twenty six hours. Yeah, and that's not hands, obviously, is with a soccer ball. That's a... one person and head and feet and body, I guess. Wow, because that reminds you know like those um those games like I don't know bop it or whatever that you do and you get into the groove of like you know yeah like, twist it pull it whatever bop it and. But, yeah, like, after 15 minutes, my concentration shot. So <laughs> you must have, like, some sort of superpowers to be able to go for 26. Uh, like, that's a lot of concentration. That's yeah, a huge, like, like, especially when you You'd be psyching yourself out. Yeah, definitely. What about muscle ache? Like, you know, surely you get to the point where your muscles are just like, mm, Well, I didn't delve into it. There was I didn't watch the video for 26 hours to make sure it really did happen, that's Jeez, for sure. It really was leg day that day, wasn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> I wonder okay, if you get breaks. Like, how do you go to the loo? Do you have to keep going while you go? to the bathroom oh, I don't know there's so many like random rules with those Guinness World Record 
Yeah, like, yeah. do you get a 10-minute break every hour and a half or something? Like, I, don't I don't know. know. That seems less impressive if you do. Yeah, I know. I like, think so you to get to some tap research. someone in. You can yeah. phone a friend. Hey, come and hold my football up for me. Pressure's on them then. Yeah, exactly. I've only been going 24 don't hours. Don't let it touch yeah. the ground. <laughs> anyway, keepy-uppy in the bluey world yes. is balloons. And uh, I was a bit conflicted about... Not a balloon, like this is a very innocent use of balloon in Mm. this particular episode, but a balloon really is the original single-use plastic, isn't it? Oh, And uh, you know where I'm going with this. I think I do. I, what is going on with balloon arches? Like that is just where (laughs) balloons... That balloon is just arches. where a balloon takes my mind right now. <laughs> balloon arches are everywhere. They're and very why? And yet, the, I think it is Instagram to blame. But, okay, so how did we take a few balloons at a party to a ridiculous killer balloon <laughs> arch that just sits there? No child can play with it unless they pop it. And then, you know, that's probably not the point of a <laughs> balloon arch in my experience. I've... Does anyone else have balloon arch rage or is it just me? I think like, it's just I, you. Have you seen that movie, Thank You for Smoking? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so premise that it follows the, the PR guy for the smoking industry yeah. who's trying to come up with new and creative ways to get people to take up this bad habit, smoking. Um, I feel like the, the new sort of, the, the new, <laughs> the new bastion, the new thank you for smoking is people sitting around going, okay, right, we're making too much waste, but geez, wouldn't an arch of balloons just look good on Instagram? It's so colourful. Oh, the sugar people are the same. Like <laughs> what, what the hell are freak shakes? But anyway, <laughs> yes, they are so colourful. They do look good. I managed to maintain my like rage. the effectiveness of the balloon, like, you know, not that I'm justifying it. I've never done a balloon arch, <laughs> but... Um, for visual effect versus uh, cost per item, like compared to, I guess, I guess they're pretty cheap to put together. Yeah, yeah it would be cheap to put together, and it looks pretty spectacular. Oh, but in mm-hmm. landfill for a lifetime. Oh. It's it's the time of year for feeling bad about things because you know everyone's trying to make resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, okay, what have I been feeling guilty about this year? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> just all the stuff we throw in the bin. Uh, yeah, I seriously, feel like I feel like a, balloon yeah. arches hit just as the war on waste sort of landed and I was like yes we are wasting way too much and then but balloon arches like what and there was one at the um bluey toy launch oh yeah <laughs> I managed to maintain my rage for that because I was so excited was <laughs> so yeah I'm a hypocrite and you know it's not as though our house you still is don't a... get excited and go oh shiny shiny pretty balloon uh, well it's not as though our house is zero waste in fact our kids are even yeah we didn't do cloth nappies we didn't do anything like that but they you know there's so many ways that we could be cutting down and we're trying to cut down but yeah it does seem that as soon as you come up with a way to reduce waste there's just another balloon arch popping up (laughs) (laughs) so anyway that's my rage for this episode but yeah bluey very restrictive you know had a packet of balloons and is obviously just getting maximum enjoyment from everyone there's leaves everywhere it's cheap entertainment, isn't it? Like, um, yeah, I have a packet of balloons at my work desk mm-hmm. um, for random colleagues' birthdays. I don't know how I acquired it. I, I just sort of <laughs> just just happened. Work just, balloon lady. I just have a packet of balloons. Anyway, um, my colleague brought his three-year-old in the other day, a four-year-old in, 
and she was getting the, to the point where she was starting to be a bit like dad dad and I was like well, have you got a favorite color mm-hmm. <laughs> she loved bluey and I was like do you want to play keepy uppy uh, and honestly that was 10 minutes of peace that yeah yeah right there well yeah. and actually this episode does introduce how balloons could be non-single use as well yeah. with go free birdie, birdie. which yeah. bluey invents or seems to invent at the start of the episode Oh, good morning, Pet Birdie. Go for it, Birdie! <laughs> bon is very keen on Go Free Birdie, and my gosh, it's just a germ fest. Like, oh, <laughs> so, so yeah, for all my ranting about single use plastic, I do not want to multi use balloons, that is for sure. Like, oh, it's disgusting. It's like, blow it up again. I've got a rule, like no more than four times, but by four times, it's already, oh, it's already it, that, the horse is bolted. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's probably good for their immune system or something, but yeah. <laughs> but what about mine? Oh, yeah, imagine like the bits of spit just flying oh, around the room like that. Yeah. Oh, oh. Anyway, uh, I love how Bandit gets even more inventive with every like obstacle he presents to the girls. I mean, leaf blower, there's an original one. <laughs> Yeah, I love that he had it on hand yeah, as well. Just, just, He's a real gardener, isn't he? Yeah, he really is. Just every time we see into his shed and or arsenal of gardening products, it's. I feel like he spends a lot of time at Bunnings. Do you think they'll get to Bunnings in season two? But his shed's really organised, so I don't understand, like, you know, like, we're talking about zero waste. They have all the props. Where are they storing them? Yeah, true. Is there a random room of requirement somewhere in the healer house? I feel like there must be. I just want them to have a room of shame. Like, there's got to be one room that isn't relatively neat and, you know, just the box room where you just, you know, have to sort of hold them back as you open the door. Like in Indiana Jones, we're all, like, you know, the bodies are kept sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, We do get to the issue of mess in this episode as we get to the toy room. Yeah. And um, do you think Bluey's a bit tongue-in-cheek? when she asks but who is responsible for this mess my my all these toys left lying around sure are making it difficult to keep the balloon up we know (laughs) uh no i don't think she is because like yeah i mean we know from our own kids met it seems like um you know the second like the very short memory span you know <laughs> i wander into a but room and it's like where's think? my wheels going around going where's my car and i'm like it's in your hand buddy like you know that sort of thing i have that problem as but well though the problem i have with this is that banda tries to use that as a teachable moment yeah like, no. like, no, now is not the time there mate. is a balloon in the air yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. uh, full props for optimism i suppose <laughs> Um, and then when they, the balloon does finally blow outside, I feel like this is where everyone like steps up the game. Yes. And, um, the, the genuine panic in Chili's voice in particular, did she know this was the last balloon? Is that why she's so panicked about it or? I think she did. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, when it does eventually spoil a pop, um, yeah, I think she's across the fact that there aren't any more and that and she's 
pretty across that Bluey's going to be pretty upset about I this. I know that balloons did pop on grass, though. Do they? Uh, maybe like... they've got bindies in their grass, but then yeah. that why have they got bindies in their grass if Bandit's such a gardening such guru? A gardening... Sort it out, Bandit. <laughs> exactly. Get your lawnmower and A bindies universal? Do they call them that in Queensland as well? I don't even know, but for people who are playing along mm. at home, they're those small spiky brown wheels that you find in certain types of grass. Yeah. They're like um, almost like little... Um, one of those ninja things that you throw and they like they've got the spikes on oh, the Oh, like outside. a ninja star. Like a ninja star. Yeah. yeah, they look a bit like a ninja star. Yeah, except they're in your lawn <laughs> and trying to like wait, lurking there, waiting to stab you. When all our non-Australian them. listeners who already know about all the spiders and snakes are just going, yeah. and their grass has ninja stars. <laughs> oh god. We're not that happy about half the country being on no, fire, by the way. It's pretty miserable. It's absolutely um, miserable. But, uh, yeah, um, we're very lucky. We're not in an affected area. But, yeah. yeah. Everyone else who is hanging there, I'm sure they're not listening to podcasts as they yeah, defend homes and everything else. But um, we are thinking of you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's impossible not to um, yeah, be moved by what's going on. I wonder actually if... Um, there will be any references because it's been a pretty major event that would have affected a lot of kids up and down Australia this summer. So I wonder if they'll consider... I don't know. It does come up quite often on, like, the official Bluey Facebook page. Mm. Uh, Someone will comment, oh, you know, can you do an episode about this or that? And anything that kind of strays into the stranger danger or, you know, big issues. And they have Mm. done some big issues, like... Death. Pets dying. Yeah, death, obviously death, <laughs> a big issue, but, you know, kept it pretty tame. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they. I think there is a sort of standard response that comes back that uh, the bluey world is sunshine and light and yeah. we're not, we're not going to get too dark. But, yeah, it would be interesting mm. if they did, although I think most episodes have been written now <gasps> because... Go, Joe. Uh, when I saw um, the Ludo team up in Sydney and that was at the start of November. I think there were only 10 more episodes to write wow. and five had been farmed out to other writers. Oh, so, wow. so yeah, if Joe kept doing an episode a week up until Christmas, mm. then um, yeah, they'd be well and truly all written. Well, hopefully he's on the beach somewhere and getting <laughs> to put his feet up and not having to deal with horrible fires. Oh, the Ludo team have all earned a break. Um, and we really enjoyed ours as well. We didn't say it. Well, we obviously we've been on a break but you know yeah it's been a nice break thanks thanks for putting up with our absence or even noticing if you did yeah. <laughs> anyway there were a couple of people on twitter who were who were suitably sad so that was nice <laughs> thanks guys we love you too um, um anyway rusty's uh sorry lucky's dad Let's yes. talk about him because this is our introduction to it lucky's is. dad it's the first and um uh when the balloon goes over the fence uh, and Lucky's just in the backyard um, with his footy. Yeah. Uh, as Australian football, not mm-hmm. none of this round nourish. He really gets into it and then obviously he's not going to make it and his dad sprints out of nowhere. Yeah, I holding mean, his coffee cup. Holding his Dropping coffee. his coffee cup. I know. So, what a know, guy. Like, Yours, Lucky, get onto it. Good one, Dad. I got it, I got it. Oh, that's it, boy. I got it, boy. Oh, oh. oh I've done me hammy. This is commitment and I think you know it sort of speaks volumes for the for the genuine wonderful person that Lucky's dad turns out to be (laughs) you know putting his body constantly on the line in aid of his neighbors yeah what a champ champion champion dog um I did note that he 
the coffee cup he is holding is um, flashback or flash forward, I guess, to the episode that we did recently, Teasing. teasing. You know how we talked about what were those sort of 70s style brown cups. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of chat happened on (laughs) uh, social media after we ask those questions nostalgia happens yeah like, absolutely yeah, people saying about how their nana had them or how their church had them or yeah um, yeah they don't have a name but japanese designed ceramic drip glaze is the treatment oh, they um and yeah they came in a range of classic 70s colors like poo brown and poo green so <laughs> yeah, yeah the khaki green yeah it's always a winner <laughs> and the sorts of like shorter shades of orange um yeah i love how so many people were talking about the ptsd that bennett's um teabag on the bench were giving them <laughs> to that episode um what did you make of the music in this one i really liked it but i had no idea what it was so yeah just joff oh, i think oh sorry no sorry i i do know about this because i texted shop <laughs> My brain's like water at the moment. You can tell I've been spending most of my time in the ocean. Um, so we've been trying to leave Joff alone a little bit <laughs> because I was concerned that I didn't want to be stalking him and him regretting the day that he gave me his mobile number. Um, but Costa, one of the um, designers from yep. the show, mentioned how much he loved the music in Keepy Uppy. So we thought, all right, we'll make an exception and get in touch. Um, so I texted Joff and I said, we're wondering if there was any inspiration behind the track we should mention. Um, and I said, don't worry if it's busy. <laughs> and he got back to me. Um, you were the most considerate stalker I know, Kate He got back to me at the end of the day. It was like eight o'clock and he was like, sorry, it's been a bit of a busy day. I was like, oh, poor thing. <laughs> and he said, the only thing he'd say is that the hook of the tune was changed um, during this, the recording session. Mm. So the hook is like the catchy melody bit. Yeah. And he said um, the players were having trouble hearing it right away. So mm-hmm. um, so obviously he'd written something and it wasn't catchy enough. So he said they decided that if they weren't getting it, it wasn't catchy enough. So they rewrote a bunch of the music right on the spot and oh. tried out um, a few things in the room. And he said it was actually a really good lesson for me. Um, yeah, and he said, hope you're both great. <laughs> <The big thumbs up. laughs> we are, Joe. We hope you're great too. Um, um, cool, because, yeah, it is really distinctive. Like, it's got that kind of floatiness of a balloon. Go free, buddy! <laughs> I just think that it's nice that obviously, you know, even musical genii don't get things uh, nailed on the first take necessarily all the time. So. That is very encouraging, isn't it? Is it is encouraging. But he obviously got it on the fly in the moment. <laughs> yeah, so, you yeah. know, just yeah. Yeah, keep rubbing it in our face. <laughs> yeah, we love it. <laughs> oh, well, everything works out. Um, so, oh, so the balloon finally pops. Yeah. Yeah. I think... It's a nice way that they dealt with the disappointment of the moment. Bandit clearly didn't realise that this was the last balloon in the packet. Yeah. yeah. As he opened his umbrella, masterstroke from him, if it was kind of a tactic. (laughs) To end the game. (laughs) To end the game. Just after, like, his dad, like, puts his hammy on the line. Bit rough. Um, Yeah. But I think because we've done fairies recently as well, and um, I'm realising there is a real kind of ongoing theme of you pay for your sins. <laughs> so just like in fairies where Bandit has to pay off his debt of ignoring Bingo, he's forced the balloon to pop in this one and then he has to be the balloon. I think we've got one last balloon left. Really? Real life? Yeah, a big blue one. 
Play keepy uppy. Uh, uh. Pretty quid pro quo there, isn't it? <laughs> like, no, I love that game though. Like, how good's that game? At least you don't have pretending to be a balloon. Oh, but the, 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 the worst bit would be having your child's mouth on you somewhere, like with all the spit and stuff, like as they're trying to blow you up. But apart from that, like I think it's much more hygienic oh, than the I've... fourth time balloon. Yes, yeah, it's it's better than the original version of Go Free Birdie, that's for sure. <laughs> but um, I wouldn't want to be around a small child being the balloon themselves either because Bandit is just making that, you know, <laughs> kind of air coming out noise. It's very like... And yeah. Who doesn't love a fart noise though? Uh, well, I don't know. The smaller oh. the person making it gets, the more spits just flying everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, perhaps the actual moral of this story is there is no escaping spit when balloons are involved. Yeah. Um, we've been teaching... Well, Tim's taught Will how to... He, he just says vacuum and Will goes... And there's like, now you can go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, sorry, take that back. So, if Will's dribbling, he just goes vacuum, and Will goes, oh, okay. So, swallow your own spit. Well, swallow your own spit. Suck it up, Bubby, and then you can keep going. And so, Will's happy with that? Yeah, he's he's all over the vacuum now. Oh, so, you cool. Know, so, like, if he starts going, because he, he's loving doing a raspberry, like a. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and quite often we'll do it as a teasing sort of way. And then, um, yeah, if we if we say vacuum first, generally he'll he'll suck up all the spit <laughs> so it's not flying in my face. It's, it's very um, convenient. It's like that vacuum at the dentist that yeah, vacuums out the spit. Yeah, I've I often thought one, one of those would handy, be handy just to have on hand all the time oh for God. small children. So absolutely, but good to know Will can self vacuum. That's that's a next level of well, I, I'm, enlightenment. I'm still learning this skill myself so you know like yeah we need to we need to work on that okay so keepy uppy it came number six in the 12 days of bluey like i'm not gonna surprise i don't want to blow anyone's mind with maths but that's practically top five like yeah (laughs) oh my gosh so there's a lot to love about it but perhaps it was do you think it was um Lucky's dad that got it over the line. Oh, I think it might have been like banded at the end, pretending to be a balloon. Like, I mean, that's pretty funny, right? Like yeah. when he's sort of writhing on the trampoline, who doesn't have a giggle? Oh, one other theory. Have you played the keepy uppy game on Bluey TV? No, I have not. Yeah, so I've heard about it though. Yeah, it's. I'm. That is where I draw the line with my Bluey obsession. I'm not going to go online and play kids' games, no. <laughs> but there might be all sorts of like. Easter eggs hidden in that game that we don't know about. There may be. Tell so us if, if there are. Please do. <laughs> and um, you can tell us via our social media sites. So oh, that would be perfect. That would be amazing. On Instagram, that's BlueyPod. On Twitter, it's Bluey Podcast. Where else you are we? You can email us at BlueyPod at gmail.com. You can find us at www.blueypod.com or on Facebook by searching Gotta Be Done the Bluey Podcast or even just do at BlueyPod and we should pop up. And in case you need a New Year reminder, everyone's brains have been wiped as the <laughs> clock ticked over to 2020, haven't they? Uh, we're on all the podcast places. Yes. Thank you to everyone who um, rated and reviewed us for Christmas. That was lovely. That was lovely. You can Even rate and aunt, review us. Oh, really? Yeah, my aunt texted me and she's like, I gave you five stars. <laughs> and I was like, have you listened to an episode? And she said, I've listened to one. Oh, <laughs> all like, right. It was you. a five-star episode. It was a five-star episode. Well, she's 
is a five-star aunt. There is no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, we're, we're happy to take uh, New Year's presents of rates and reviews as well. So yeah, all generosity, much appreciated. Um, and we're going to be back with so back to weekly programming plus a few bonuses maybe in the pipeline um but yeah gosh we've still got i reckon there's probably still 20 apps ahead of us so we've got to get in there That's before okay. they start dropping season two uh, we'll, we'll, we'll work our way through Full confidence. Full confidence, yep. Because nothing's happening this year that's big and exciting, so, you know, it'll be fine. We haven't got small children and jobs, it's Um, (laughs) We're glad everyone's back. We're glad to be back. And we will see you next week. But in the meantime, thanks, Kate. Got to be done. Bye. Bingo, help! I can't! I'm a newspaper! (laughs) Oh, oh, so-and-so is at it again. (gasps) Yes, yes.